The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Fascinating interviews and compelling conversations. Be present. The Diane Ray Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in wherever you are, uh, spinning out there in the cosmos, uh, here live. Um, I'm here in San Diego. Uh, The guys are there at Unity in Kansas City. So hopefully you're joining us live. If not, you can always check me out on the podcast later, uh, downloadable on the Unity site. Or also, I'm happy to say we are on uh, Apple Play and Spotify and Stitcher. So we're putting our tentacles out there worldwide to get everybody to check us out here at Unity Online Radio. So I'm excited about that. Good news. So, you know, we're getting closer to Halloween, one of my favorite times of the year. I just love fall. I love the autumn weather. It's amazing. Just uh, always been a big fan of Halloween. And um, you would think, well, let's talk about witches. No, today we're going to talk about angels. We're going in a, a totally different direction here. Um, But angels, you know, I always love talking about this subject because it seems more and more people are believing in angels. I was reading a recent poll that shows 72% of Americans believe in angels. 72%. That's a good chunk of the populace out there that believes in angels. You know, I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know. I'd love to think that there's angels around me that are helping me out that can give me clear direction. But look, I'll be honest with you. I've not seen one. And I haven't had one really contact me, at least that I'm aware of, you know, maybe they have and I just didn't know what was going on. So, you know, I would love to be over in the angel camp. And maybe my guest can help me open my open my eyes and open my mind to angel communication. So I want to welcome a friend, uh, Rachel Corpus. She's an angel communicator and a medium based in Iowa. And she's had the ability to communicate with angels since she was a child. And she's also the host of her own radio show on Voice America called You Are Divine. And Rachel, I first uh, got in touch with her through a Unity member at a Unity church in Des Moines. And, And she said, hey, you know, I don't know if you'd be interested in talking to this person, but we have this amazing uh, person here within our Unity family here in Iowa who is doing this incredible work. She talks to angels. Um, She teaches, I believe that she teaches a a class there uh, with some kids at Unity. So I said, yeah, of course, you know, let me communicate with her. I've had her on the show before, and she is just amazing. And also we're friends now on social media, so I see her on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find her there. So, Rachel, I'm so glad you could join me for today's show to talk about angels. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. And happy October. Happy almost Halloween. (laughs) I know, right? I do do love this time of year, and it, it does seem funny that we're talking about angels around Halloween time. Um, but you know, hey, I think with a, we we can all coexist, right? So well, let's I think talk. it works because angels are in the in the next dimension, and so is spirit in general. So our loved ones who have crossed over, um, Holy Spirit, angels, all exist in that realm. So that's what we're kind of stepping into in the month of October. It's beautiful, right? And do you believe that this time of the year that the veil between those worlds, between the seen and the unseen, gets a little bit thinner? 
boy, I don't know. I I think we notice it more. I'm not sure. That's a bit above my pay grade. I'm not sure if the veil is thinner or we're just looking for it more, but it seems like the more, you know, paranormal activity seems to be at least on TV, things like that, which is so much fun to watch. What I love about this time of year is that we get a chance to realize and say to each other, it's okay to kind of dive deep into what else could be around us. I love that. Um, But, you know, really all year we have the opportunity to kind of walk through that veil and be with spirit because each and I know that I do it for a living, but I'm nobody special. Anybody can do this because we're all made of the same spirit light, the same love. And so we can do this all year round, but certainly October, we're more aware of it. That's what I think. Right. That's so true. And I love that you're telling people that we all have this ability to communicate with that world, be it angels or uh, people who have passed on or people that are in the spirit realm. But you have had these gifts for years, right? You've been able to do this since you were a child or were aware of it since you were a child. Is that right? Yes, I've been able to do this for as long as I can remember. But I will tell you that there were many years in my life that I did not use this gift because once I hit about the fifth grade, I didn't want to be different. Kids don't. Kids want to fit in. So I really pushed this down so that I could fit in, and I pushed it down so deep that I actually forgot I could do this until um, probably my memory of it coming back was the day before my first child was born. And I was standing in our little tiny bathroom in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, um, giant, ready to have this baby. And all of a sudden, the bathroom was filled with these beautiful golden flecks of light that were moving. And I was just overcome with love. And all of a sudden, I had this remembrance that I knew they were my angels. And so it all came back to me. I would say I, that remembrance and knowing that I had angels around me came back at that moment, but my gifts continued to unfold, and they're still unfolding to this day because I'm still growing, and um, I believe my gift is God-given. It's Holy Spirit-given. And so as I grow in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, my gifts are also going to grow. And wouldn't you say it's kind of like a muscle that you develop? Like, I think I think you're right where we all have this innate ability to open ourselves up to that world, but we kind of just push it down. But if you're aware and you start to work with it, then would our, our abilities get stronger? Yes, just like anything, this takes practice. It takes practice going into meditation and sitting in silence. It takes practice for prayer. Um, Also, it takes a commitment to only work in the light where, you know, when I encounter people that are maybe skeptical of my gifts or fearful of of my gifts, I, I treat them very gently because I know there's something in their life or in their past, something they've read or something that's happened that has created a label that they see on me that is something that is not um, not good or not holy or something. And so, um, you know, I've, I take great pride and responsibility in claiming that everything I do is based in what I call source light or God's light. So there's some commitment there, and it, and it takes practice. 
also I it's also very simple and I say that with caution because if you're listening to this and you've been trying and you're not having success I don't I don't want you to feel beaten up by that statement but since we are created in beautiful simple love anything like this that we're tapping into must feel simple in order for it to work so if you get online and you're looking at 15 steps to connect to spirit you probably don't need to do that much it's really a, a conversation and a relationship with Holy Spirit that can get you to this place well that's interesting so would you separate the two I mean I know you describe yourself on your site as an angel communicator and a medium, but those are kind of two different things, right? I mean, when you're working yeah. with the angels or the angelic realm, you know, that's a different thing than trying to communicate. Because I, I think some people think that, you know, if they have a deceased loved one, they'll say, oh, you know, she's an angel now, or she's, you know, that's mm -hmm. my angel in heaven or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But that really isn't the case, right? Not that I'm aware of. Um, my understanding from what the angels tell me is that they have never been human. They've never walked the earth. And when we our souls are created, we are gifted these angels in our culture. We call them guardian angels. We're gifted these angels that never leave us. And we do experience them. I'm not sure we always see them, um, but we experience them through signs, feelings. Sometimes they will use our own thought process to give us information or they'll put people in our path or a certain podcast. They have many ways that they contact us. And then contacting those who have crossed over um, and sometimes, so that means they've crossed over and they've chosen to walk into the afterlife or heaven dimension. There's also uh, contacting, this is, that would be mediumship. And the other part of mediumship is working with the dead who have, for whatever reason, have not crossed over, which, you know, this time of year is when we get um, kind of really excited about that element because that would be the ghosts that are stuck in a building or the ghosts that are making our house feel creepy. That's kind of what we tap into in October. Um, but those are two different things. And my angel work allows me to tap into those who have crossed over as long as it's not for entertainment, and it's going to help the person that I'm trying to help, whether it's the person that is crossed over or the person that's stuck or it's the human sitting in front of me in the session. So that's kind of how that works. So, yeah, they're both different, but they complement each other beautifully. Okay. No, that's interesting. That makes sense. So I've posted out on social and invited people to join us if they would like to maybe ask a question or possibly have you make some contact. 816-251-3555 is the number if you happen to be surfing around and you landed on this show on Unity Online Radio. So if we do get some people joining us, would you be connecting with angels or maybe if there's someone with that particular person who's trying to make contact, would it be one, one of those it's two really things? Like how, how would you... Yeah, right, right. it's up to the person. So um, I always connect with angels first. Um, so the angel, their angels kind of say, hello, this is our person. Um, they might tell me a few things. And then if that person is needing to talk to somebody who's crossed over, then the angels will open that door so I can do it. Oh, that's great. So yeah, do you, great, uh, can you, I love it. I know, like, I, I, want, I want you to know, is there any angel around me? Because I'm thinking that they've kind of forgotten about me right now. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I, so. I need an angelic wing. I know wing. that feeling. 
know, right? whenever I, I, a, I, <laughs> I need like a, some re- reassurance, Rachel. Yeah, yes. I, I think that you're from what your angels are telling me. Sometimes you miss them a little bit because you're so you're so busy, and I hear your angels saying, "Slow down, slow down." They also take me to your off time, and they say that some of that. I don't know, you might want to call it self-care or soul care. It needs a little bit of attention. Um, you have Archangel Gabriel with you, which makes me chuckle because Gabriel is the messenger and you work in radio, and I just think that's so delightful. It's delightful. So you have Gabriel that, so I have three angels with you. I have your two guardians, then I have an archangel, and the archangels will step forward to help us, and they can help anybody at the same time at any time because they're everybody's angels and Um, They're not limited to time and space. So um, Gabriel also is the archangel for abundance. So as you think about any growth you're doing in your career, um, could be finances, could be time, could be love. Uh, Gabriel has uh, her ears perked there listening to everything that you're needing. And all of our thoughts, as long as they're for our highest good, our angels hear those as prayers, and the Holy Spirit hears those as prayers. So that's who I see around you right now. And they send oh, you a I lot of nature that. signs, too. So you might want to look for, you know, it's not beyond our angels to send a rainbow at the right moment um, or to, you know, make you notice a, a leaf that's in the shape of a heart or something. They, they love to do things like that. So watch out. I think they're sending you signs. Um, I also have the oh, number 321 for you. Look up 321 later. That's hmm, the number like that they're saying they want. No, it's like a, it's an angel number, so sometimes the angels will communicate with us through numbers. So if you go to my website, there's a tab called Good Stuff, and if you click on that, my favorite website to look up angel numbers is on there. So if you see a repeating number or the angels channel through me a certain number that they want you to look up, go to that website. And look that up because that's a way they can give you some pretty specific information. So that's what I see. All oh, good that's stuff. great. Thanks. Yeah. So three, two, You're one. Welcome. Okay, I will check three, that two, out. One. And people should go to Rachel Corpus, C-O-R-P-U-S dot com. And that's the best site. Is that right? Yes, that's my website. So Rachel Corpus, Corpus like Corpus Christi, <laughs> rachelcorpus.com. And you can read more about me and contact me for your session and see where I'm going to be, um, you know, doing events or where I'm going to be appearing. So I try to keep that updated as much as I can. Oh, that's great. So I'm, I'm going to look for those numbers. And also today I'm going to force myself, I've got to get out of my office here and I'm going to head outside and take a walk and just kind of clear my head and keep my eyes open for any angelic signs or oh, do something it. that might seem, you know, out of the ordinary. Oh, I have to, you know, you could, you could probably tell. <laughs> you can hear it in my <laughs> voice, right? So I definitely need to do that. Now, since you mentioned numbers, I have to ask you about 1111. And I went online Ooh. and I looked it up and I know people have talked about the numbers 1111. Now I have over the past, I'll say month, and I don't know if it's because I'm just looking for it now because I'm aware, you know, I see 1111 and I know that's a very charged kind of spiritually based number or is it just coincidence? Mm-hmm. Am I seeing 1111 because I'm looking for it, but I have been seeing it like on my microwave display, um, yeah. you know, clocks it's, it's popping well, up. 
Sure. It's kind of one of those things that once you see it, you see it all the time. Um, it's okay to look for angel numbers. When I'm driving, I will look for numbers to repeat because if that's me in conversation with my angels. I'll ask a question, and I will wait for them to answer back with a number. As far as the 1111, I'm not surprised at all because you're linked to Archangel Gabriel for abundance. And 1111 is very much a message about telling the universe, telling the Holy Spirit what you want and need. So it's a nudge from your angels to ask you to take a break when you see 1111 and go to prayer. And this is your your list that you are telling the universe, I'm ready for A, B, C, and D, this or something better, God. Sometimes it's also a nudge from our angels to watch our thoughts. Sometimes our thought processes don't line up with what we're trying to manifest in our life. So if we're wanting a new career, but our thoughts sound like, oh, I'm not qualified, I could never do that, the money is not going to be enough, then that's going to negate our 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 spiritual work to manifest something into existence. So sometimes 1111 is a little kick in the pants from our angels saying, okay, be nice, be nice to yourself, do your part by, you know, positive thinking. So whenever, in, in my house, when we see 1111, my husband and I will stop what we're doing and we'll go to prayer. And if my kids are around, um, we don't always ask them to do it with us, but I will tap into whatever they need and we just, that's our prayer moment, our, it's our manifesting moment. I'm glad you're seeing that. It's so powerful. Yeah, I always try to take a moment when I do see those numbers and just at least acknowledge that, you know, I might not know exactly what the message is at that moment, but it's like a tap on the shoulder, like you said, take a take a minute, yeah. maybe I should just kind of drop into uh, a quick prayer at those moments. But I do acknowledge that it's something extraordinary. You know, it's not yeah. just, I don't think it's just a coincidence. So I don't I'm, think so I'm either. I don't think anything is a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. I think everything is part of some beautiful woven tapestry. It's part of some beautiful uh, heavenly piece of art that there's no coincidences. Every thread is supposed to be there. Right. Things connect. Well, we do have yeah. a call. Let's grab someone here before we go to break. And let's take Melissa and see if we can get her a question answered. So, Melissa, welcome to the show. You're on with Rachel Corpus today. Hi, this is Hi, Melissa. Melissa. I'm coming from here in Des Moines, Iowa. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Great. How are you ladies doing? Wonderful. Awesome. How can I help One you today? I was just checking with you to see what you might see in store for me for the rest of the year. Ooh, okay. So... Future work is beautiful and sticky because guess what the angels say to us when we ask about our future? They say, well, my darling, you are the one that creates that. So when we ask your angels about future predictions, they will often hold the baton back to you. And also, they know everything about your life, so they have some wonderings or some ideas to share with you. They did have me pull the acceptance card with you, and so they're telling me that what you're trying to, what you're working on, what you're working toward, they want you to remember that it's important that you unconditionally accept yourself, cherish and love yourself just as you are because they're noticing that as you build your life, sometimes you are trying to let parts of you go that are your holy parts. And they say, start from, go within and cherish yourself, um, fully accept yourself, because then you're going to be manifesting and moving into your future from a place of um, renaissance, passion, 
and not from a place of lack or, or fear. So what is the thing that you're trying to do? What, what is this question stemming from? Is it career? Is it relationship? What is it? Yeah, it's career. I'm checking into switching careers and trying to go down a new path and pursue yeah. some of my goals with education that I've finished mm-hmm. degrees with. So it's a change. Yeah, it's time. It's time. So they'd like you to sit down and make an inventory of where you've been the last three years. They're telling me three years. They want you to put down on paper things like uh, classes you've taken, um, uh, things that you've been through that have changed you a little bit. Um, They want you to just make an inventory of where you've been. So all of this abstract learning, it's abstract because there's so much of it when I tap into you. They want you to make it a little more detailed. So by making an inventory on paper, it's going to give your brain a better starting point to move forward. This looks really good, i got to tell you. This looks good because as you use this education that you have invested your heart and your money in, um, the angels are going to match that with abundance and success. They do want you to make sure that you're getting paid what what you deserve. That comes through kind of a pattern you need to heal where um, you're not, sometimes you're working too hard and your compensation doesn't match it. So that's something that they'd like to um, give you a little hug and nudge about. So when you're negotiating contract, don't be afraid of no, because then you have a chance to keep negotiating, okay? Absolutely. I sure appreciate your time. I appreciate Great you, advice. Thanks, Melissa. That's Thank you. so Let's great because I, I think so many women have that same Um, feeling that you can't ask for what you deserve, you know, what you really should get. And so we tend to devalue ourselves, especially in uh, job negotiations, you know, so that was really great advice for her. And we've got about six minutes before the break. So let's take one more call and we'll go to Felicia in Florida. Felicia, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. Hi, thank you. Oh, Felicia, I love your voice. Are you a singer? (laughs) No, I'm not. <laughs> only, oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, well, then you are. We're all singers all the time, even if we don't do it in front of people. Oh, your voice. Your angels uh, sound a lot like you, which is interesting. They all have kind of the same color to their voice that you do. How can I help you, oh. sweetheart? Um, well, I'm wondering. I just opened up a new business, and um, I'm I'm hoping that it's going to be flourishing in 2020. And also, oh, I've had a couple too. of new people come into my life, and I'm kind of, like, questioning them a little bit, so not sure. Uh, Felicia, your angels say you're a rescuer, um, that you tend to draw people near to you, draw people to you that are in high need of help. That is a beautiful way to be, and they say sometimes it goes awry. Um, so when you draw people to you, it almost has the energy of you being their mentor or their their counselor or their confidant. And your angels love that. They honor you for that. They also uh, want you to keep that in balance because they say sometimes you're attracting so many people that are probably in an emotional place where they're taking so much, but they don't know how to give back at this point that it depletes you. And as you work on the success of your your business, you want to make sure that you have some people that are 
um, dependable and trustworthy so that, you know, if you get sick or you want to go on vacation, you have your safety net of people that can take over. So do you know what they're talking about when they call you a rescuer? Has that been something you've done in your life? Friendship? Yes. Maybe animals? Yes. <laughs> yes. I always want to, yeah, I'm always like, yeah, I always want to help people. Make sure everything yeah. is okay for them. So, yeah. Well, and thank goodness mm. you do. We need people like you. You are the type of person that is able to heal our world when we feel that our world is broken. By you extending love to one person, that has this ripple effect to the rest of the universe. So um, you are deeply honored for that gift of being a rescuer, but we're never meant to be a sacrifice to our life. And sometimes this gets off balance enough that it kind of feels like you are a sacrifice. Your business is gonna is looking really good. They show me three bags of money, which is my spiritual symbol for them. From them, that means um, at least three times around, you're going to be replenishing some money. So, building a business, I I can understand from from my own experience that. Sometimes the money is a lot, and sometimes you think, ooh, boy, look at next month. I'm a little worried about that. But our angels assure us um, that we'll always have what we need as, as long as we tap into faith. Um, and sometimes they say if you go to prayer and you surrender some of those fear thoughts you have to them, you're going to have more creative space to build your business. So work on the fear thoughts. You can have money awareness. That's healthy. But if you feel like you're going into money fear, that's something that you can give to God. You can give to your angels. And you're simply going to have more space to create, okay? What is your business? I've actually just opened up a crematory. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So as you stand in the gap with people, you know, they're they're just starting their grieving journey. Um, remember that when you go home at night, you need to extend to yourself the same amount of love that you gave to other people. So whether that's a warm, a hot cup of tea or it's a warm blanket, going out in nature is perfect for you, your angels say, and they'd like to see you do that more. Um, this looks really good, and one of the reasons this business looks good, Felicia, is because of your spirit. People will be drawn to you because... They trust you. You are kind. I mean, pay attention to my response to your beautiful voice. I mean, you kind of melted me when I heard your voice. This is going to work well for you, but keep those boundaries in check, okay? And yes, we're going to Thank break. You. So, um, yeah, thanks for the call, Felicia. That's great. Yeah. And we'll come great. back. Thank you. We will <laughs> we'll take some more calls and answer your questions. So thanks for listening in. We'll be right back. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Be Present, the Diane Ray Show. Thanks for joining us after the break. I'm talking with my guest, Rachel Corpus. And she's an angel communicator and a medium based in Iowa. You can find her online Rachel Corpus, C-O-R-P-U-S dot com. You can also find her on Facebook, on Instagram, and all over social media. She's an amazing intuitive. 
So definitely get in touch with her. We've been taking a couple of calls. So if you had some questions, you know, about angels or maybe um, questions about, you know, the other side or anything in the spiritual realm, uh, Rachel is definitely an expert. So you're welcome to give us a call at 816-251-3555. And we just had a couple of really great calls in the last segment. And I was talking to Rachel uh, during the break about an experience that a friend of mine had with uh, a security camera. And on her security camera, she saw very distinct orbs moving around. And we've she's shared with me subsequent tapings from her place of business. And after she did a kind of a saging ceremony, because she got nervous seeing these orbs, and she did a saging ceremony, and there haven't been any other orbs on the security camera. So we were both kind of, you know, a little freaking out <laughs> about what that might be. Although generally, I've, I've never been frightened or thought that orbs were scary. But what do you think about that phenomenon? Uh, I mean, you've heard about that, right? Orbs on photographs or in security footage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I've been shown about orbs is that most of the time, that's actually crossed over spirit. Um, and our cameras, our phones, cannot pick up heaven light. There's no way um, that that could happen. And so the way it looks in pictures will be kind of a white ball that's moving around. It looks different than dust. Dust will look like something's moving it. An orb is will move, I don't know, it's not necessarily slower, but it'll look like there's a chosen path where it's moving across the screen or something. And there's many different reasons why orbs are going to show up. And a lot of times it's to help a spirit that's there. So it's possible that those orbs at that time in that security video were friends or family of that spirit coming through to give some guidance, maybe say, come with us, it's time. Or, you know, I grew up, uh, my parents had an opera house, they had a theater um, when I was growing up. So lots of live shows, it was um, built in boy, I think maybe 1905 or something around there. And so there was lots of spirit all the time. So pretty much any picture you're going to take in there, there's going to be orbs. And when I would turn to spirit and say to them, why are you here? They would say, well, we're here for the show. <laughs> so they won't come for, um, you know, to see weddings and shows and things. So um, I'm fascinated by orbs. And I love them too because we're such a sight oriented culture or put it in my hand so I can believe it. Orbs give us one of those little elements of proof that'll keep us looking. I love it. I agree. I think it's so interesting and I'm fascinated by the whole orb phenomenon and people seem to dismiss it as well. It's a dust speck or it's a anomaly on the photograph or on the camera. It's some, you know, there's a million different ways you can explain them away but I've sure. posted this orb footage previously, and I'll post it again on my Instagram feed. If anyone wants to see it, I'm at, at DianeRay66 on Instagram, and you'll see my picture there, and I'll post it again just because I think it's such a cool capture of these orbs. And you can see they're definitely moving in kind of a deliberate way, not just where a dust speck would kind of randomly float, but these are perfectly right. round, you know, and moving around you know, almost not like they're going in a certain place, but just more like, like deliberately is the only word I could really yeah. think of. And right. my other experience um, with the orb phenomenon was I was 
taking pictures. This was a few years ago. It was right around this time of year, too, when I was visiting a friend that lived in Jerome, Arizona, which is an old, it used to be a copper mining town. Uh, it's very old. There was a lot of, um, you know, early settlers there, kind of the old west. And I was in a building that used to be a hospital. And mm. they turned it into a hotel. And there was like a gathering there, like a party. And I was taking pictures. And there was a lot of orb activity around I this bet. building. Wow. Yeah, it was it was so cool. And it turned out that this building that was now a hotel, it's called the Jerome Grand Hotel. You guys can go there if you want to check it out, if you're kind of fascinated by this kind of stuff like I am. And I did stay at the hotel, did not see anything, unfortunately. I think I was looking too hard. You know, things don't show <laughs> up exactly when you want them to. But I always had my eyes peeled for anything like that. But then when I looked at my pictures later, I saw that there was a lot of this orb activity. And what had happened in that hospital was over the years, uh, miners, you know, with accidents or black lung or whatever happened, over the years that they were mining copper, a lot of them passed away in that hospital. So that was yeah. that was kind of an interesting yeah. thing. But it, it's a cool place if you ever, if you ever get it out there. Sounds cool. I would it say, is. you know, just listening to that, it makes me, you know, this time of year, lots of people do paranormal investigations where they might go to an old hospital or um, some old building. And when we do that, it's very, if there are souls there that are stuck for whatever reason, we have to imagine that's that's like going into their home and walking right through their front door and and it's it can be very intrusive so if you're listening to this and you take part in something like that for entertainment before you leave or maybe standing outside the building talk to your angels and just say if anyone here needs help will you please help them because we will often for entertainment you know, ask, is there a spirit here and wait for some communication? And then we leave, which would be so frustrating, I can imagine. It can really stir things up. So I just, that's my little PSA. Keep keep that in your heart because since we all have the ability to, to connect to spirit, we also have the ability to help. So just saying a little prayer, talking to your angels, if you can help them cross over, please do so. Um, and this, this coming weekend, I'm going to be doing an event similar to that and I know that's going to be my mantra uh, the whole night if there's anybody that ne needs help angels please take over I also and you'll you be need doing to break for a, a second um, I have to just tell you really quick whoever's listening okay. and your you your person who's crossed over comes through as a hawk as a sign that hawk has been flying by my uh, living room window like <laughs> three times which is weird and beautiful. So if you're listening to that and your symbol for a loved one who's crossed over is a hawk, well, message received. <laughs> They're here. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. So that would be just any any listener who would who that message would make sense. Yeah, I think so. I mean, some of us have cardinals where you know our grandparents might come through as a cardinal butterflies, rainbows, pennies. A hawk is all, also one of those um, spiritual symbols that spirit will use, especially if it's someone who crossed that was our protector or looked after us. Um, so if you think of a hawk being high in the sky and looking down on us, um, there's some poetry there that makes sense. But this hawk has been going right by my window, and I'm on the first floor, so I think that's really special. So if you're hearing that, Accept the love. It's a loving message for you. 
That's great. So someone's trying to get your attention. Uh huh. <laughs> and that I must happen that. to you a lot, right? I mean, you must uh -huh. see all, all kinds of things like that. That's so cool. See, I definitely yeah. have to open my eyes and I'm sure open my heart a little bit more to those kinds of, of signs uh, from spirit, from loved ones, because I'm sure they're all around us and just a thought away that we can yeah. that we can connect with them. So I wanted to ask you too in your experience in the work that you've done over the years, have you ever encountered, you know, darker or lower energy? I mean, because I think there's yeah. always a balance to everything. Like there's there's good and evil, there's light and dark, kind of one can't exist without the other, right? And what do you true, think about true. that? I I believe just what you said. I think there's there's light and dark. I know that the light is more powerful. Uh, when people ask me to come to their home and clear something that they might believe is, you know, a possession or a poltergeist or an evil spirit, the first thing I do is say to them, "You are loved. Take that not to the human, to the whatever's in their house." I say, "You are loved. You are safe. Take that costume off." And I say that a few times because then it allows that spirit to remember, oh, maybe I don't have to appear like this black mass. Maybe I don't have to be scary because, you know, underneath that scary behavior is often sadness or neglect or something that when that person died, that was their ultimate feeling that they felt. And they've, they've been stuck there and that's who they've become. And so a lot of it is some counseling. And you just say, you know, whatever happens, you can show me. And sometimes it's talking with that spirit, um, sometimes bringing in, if their mother is the cause of this trauma, bringing in the mother who might be crossed over and having kind of a family meeting. Um, other times when it is something from a different dimension, because that's possible as well, I will use, um, I'll bring Jesus in with me. Mother Mary often, so I have, and my angels, so I have my protective team, and we just simply open the door and send it back home. Um, but there, that is part of my work. Also, it's a little part because we tend to focus on the scary or the negative, but it's such a small piece of the spiritual world. Um, and in fact, most of the time, I don't want to say people make it up, but they'll make it bigger than it needs to be because it's scary or it's interesting. So that's how I usually handle that. Um, I don't have anything negative in my home ever because we just don't allow it. Those, anything like that's not allowed. So if you are listening to this and you feel like there's something negative in your home, say out loud, this is my home, you have to go. Burn some white sage. Um, pray. And just make sure you remember it's your home. You are the owner. Even if you're a renter, you own that space and you're in, you're in control of what comes in and what goes out. And I've heard, I've heard about sage being used often in those kinds of, you know, a, a ceremony or ritual. And I'm sure it was used, you know, thousands of years ago back uh, Native mm -hmm. Americans, um, you know, probably used it as well. I mean, what, what makes that particular... Uh, plants or, you know, what makes that so powerful in doing this kind of work? I was always curious about that. Like why, why yeah. white sage? There's something about the white sage that when it smokes, it fills the room with uh, a clearing energy. So there's something about that plant that is both nourishing to the body because we can cook with it. We can drink it as a tea. We can also light it to clear our space. 
Um, and there's just something about that specific plant compounded with the amount of uh, years that it's been used in holy rituals that it's always going to work as a clearing element. And it clears 94% of bacteria in the air. So you can use it for non-spiritual uses as well. If you feel like you're going to get sick or somebody in your house has been sick, you can light the sage and you, you can clear the germs out of the air as well. It's, it's really fantastic. So um, I encourage people to burn white sage as much as they can, at least once a week. But you can also get incense cones that are white sage. So if you don't want the messy uh, leaves, the dried leaves that can sometimes uh, fall away and make a mess, you can also get incense cones. There's also white sage spray if you need it at work and you want to clear some energy at work, but you can't light something. Just um, you can go on Amazon, but if there's a local business that you could support, find your local you know, metaphysical shop or holistic healer shop and see what they have for white sage. But it's it's amazing. I love it, and it smells really good. I think so, too. I think it's great, although sometimes you're right. If you use the big, you know, they can come in big kind of wrapped up. Um, I don't even mm -hmm. know what the word for it would be, you know. A bundle, pile. yeah. Bundle, a yeah. Smudge stick, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. smudge stick, a big pile of sticks. Yeah. I mean, it can yeah. it can uh, emit a lot of smoke. You know, I remember one time I yeah. did it, and uh, this was years ago when I was living at home as a teenager. I'm like, my mother came in, what are you doing? You know, she thought that, uh, first she thought I was having a pot party, and that wasn't what it was. And then she's <laughs> like, what, what are you smoking? You know, but it was, it <laughs> let off like a lot of smoke, so I had to kind of wave it around, but... I, I think, isn't it partly when you're using the sage that it's really the intention where you're, you're putting that intention out, you know, into the universe and what, what you want to use it for? Yeah, so you can imagine the smoke as it moves through the air. That's taking your intention that you have in your heart and it's moving it around. So if you have the intention that you are clearing your space of anything that you don't want to be there, the smoke lifts that gently and moves it through the air, to, and that's how it clears. So your intention is important, and I always tell people, you can't get it wrong. As long as your heart is in it, you don't have to have any magic words. You don't have to speak eloquently. Just have the words ready, keep it simple, and, and light the sage. But you're right, intention is key. With all of this work, you know, all of the spiritual work, you want to be clear with your intentions that you're working from a place of good, always a place of light and goodness. But you've never really had a, a scary experience or where you felt, because I'm kind of, I guess I'm struggling with the whole idea of, I mean, I definitely think there's good and evil, you know, in more a sense of a higher and a lower energy, you know, like I don't really think mm -hmm. there's necessarily a quote hell or surf in the lake of fire and, you know, the, demon with the horns and all of that. I think that's stuff that mm -hmm. man, that we made up to kind mm -hmm. of explain that, you know? So mm -hmm. what, what would you say about uh, a description or how would you explain like, because obviously there is evil in the world, right? I mean, you look around and there's clearly people who for are, you know, they're sick, they're, they're ill or whatever. Maybe they're not necessarily evil. I don't know. I guess you can kind of get in the woods when you think about this. But what, yeah, what do you, you really think can. about that? <laughs> it can get well, sticky. Well, I know that God created us with such love that he said, 
or she said, <laughs> I love right. you so much that I'm going to give you free will. And so free will allows us to choose every moment of our life, positive or negative. And if our thoughts are uh, negative for the most part, we will surround ourselves with negativity. That could be negative relationships. It could also be things from different dimensions. It could also be some sort of entity. That is something that can happen. When I was younger, uh, just out of uh, my undergrad, I was living a life that um, was not authentic. I was uh, married to someone who was lovely, but I was not in love with him. I was really living a lie all the time and was just hating myself for it. And one night I was fully awake. I had what some might describe as sleep paralysis, but I had not been asleep yet. And I couldn't move. Um, I couldn't breathe. And I opened my eyes. And about two feet in front of me was what I can describe best as kind of a, a demon from the movies. It was a human-looking face, but uh, dark eyes, hair was moving as if it was underwater, and it was saying something to me in a deep voice, and I, I couldn't hear, I couldn't understand what it was saying. It was in a different language, but I was scared. And then my angel popped in, and I believe it was my angel, and my left ear said, pray. And all I could imagine at that moment, because I was so scared, was I said, I love Jesus, I love Jesus. And that little stinker moved from in front of my face to the corner of the, of the room, way up in the ceiling, and watched me for about a half hour, and I just kept chanting that. And I never saw it again. Didn't sleep well for a while after that, I'll tell you. Um, wow. But I, I give that example because um, I, I believe when I look back at that, I was very open to something negative because my life choices were very negative. I was lying a lot. Um, I was manipulating people. I was not living my truth, and I became uh, kind of an open portal for something negative to attach. So I do think it's possible. Also, I could have chosen differently in my life, and that wouldn't have happened. So I think free will is key. So it gets a little sticky you know, you could go down a rabbit hole and talk about this for a long time, but it's possible and we're always in charge. Because as soon as I said, I love Jesus, that it's like a vacuum sucked that thing away and it, it couldn't come any closer. Wow, yeah. that is so interesting. What a what a crazy experience. That would have scared me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can imagine just from your description, you know, what this thing looked like. Uh, how crazy. Yeah. So there's interest, yeah. you know, it, I think it's interesting to talk about these kind of things and, you know, bring it to the forefront. I think more people than not have had some kind of experience that they can't explain. Um, I think a lot of times we as human beings try to explain everything and we just can't wrap our pea brains around, every, you know, every single thing that happens in this universe. And I even go back yeah. to there's uh, a prayer that we learned or I learned as a kid um, growing up, you know, Catholic. And when you go for communion, you learn something called the Apostles Creed or the Nicene Creed. And there's a line mm-hmm. that says, you know, I believe in, in one God, creator, creator of heaven and earth of all that is seen and unseen. So That's I think right. even, even back in biblical times, you know, of course, when you read the Bible, there's all kinds of weird mystical things happening. And, th- you That's know, things right. that can't be explained or, you know, easily. Yeah. 
So, and, and I've always been interested in those kinds of things. So I'm sure we could, we could just chat, chat about that, you know, for days, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but, yeah. but not, yeah. you know, but not in like, uh, or this, the real scary stuff, like, you know, watching the exorcist or something like that. I mean, now I would watch it and think it's kind of funny because the effects are, are so old, you, you know, <laughs> like, well, I, I yeah. know that's pea soup, you know, and just kind of laughing about it. <laughs> Although, you know, back in the 70s, I was like 10 or 11, and it terrified me, you know, to see that kind of stuff now. So, and especially this time right. of the year, I guess it's, it's fun, you know, it's fun to talk about those kind of things. So I know yeah. that you've got some cool stuff coming up and you've got stuff on your website. Um, you yeah. know, what have you got going on that, that you can share with the listeners? Well, one of my most favorite things that I do every week is I create um, an angel message on YouTube. So my YouTube channel is Rachel Corpus Talking with Spirit. And each Sunday afternoon, um, I take a little bit of time to meditate and I ask the angels, what do we need to know for the week ahead? And sometimes they have me pull an angel tarot card or they just channel directly. And then they have me film a message and I put it on YouTube. So it, you can look for that. It's free guidance that you can utilize throughout your week. And so that's one of the things I absolutely love. I've got lots of events coming up. Um, I'm actually going to tell my origin story to about 1,200 people here in a couple weeks here in Des Moines. So people will often ask me, how did you get these gifts? How long have you known? How did you develop them? And so I'm going to be talking about that. And I think those tickets are sold out, but it's going to be saved as a podcast. So if you kind of keep an eye on my Facebook page, Instagram and my website, I will uh, put that on there as soon as it's ready. But lots of great stuff coming up. You can reach out to get your own session, phone, Skype, or in person if you're close to me. Um, I also do house clearings and things like that. Um, but just go on my website. You can learn a little bit more about me and see what I have to offer. Wow, that's you're busy. That's so cool. So, um, I mean, you're in Iowa, so I have to ask I mean, is that, it seems like that's a real conservative part of the world. And how are your gifts received? I mean, do people seem pretty open? Are you busy? You know, are, your, are your busy. services, <laughs> your services are very busy. That's great. Yes. I mean, I do this full time plus, so I'm always writing something. I'm, I'm making a deck of tarot card, uh, oracle cards rather that are based on some of the unity principles right now so I'm always working on something I'm taking classes to become a unity minister um, always have something going on but you know people receive me well because that's what I put out there so I am unashamed I'm brave I'm authentic and I am who I am and law of attraction tells us that if we put ourselves out there and we whatever we put out we're going to get back so I put out love and grace and bravery, and also, if they are going to be harmful to me or yucky, <laughs> my kids would say, my angels just say, nope, we're not going to play that, and they kind of shoo them away. So I have a pretty good uh, angel team that helps me all the time, but very well received, and I'd say the United States as a whole is really growing in a spiritual sense. So even though it's Des Moines, Iowa, I experience this place to be very spiritually open. That's great to hear. And I think that as more and more people are, you know, opening up to different points of view and, 
And I love that you're becoming involved with, you know, the unity movement and, and studying to be a unity minister, because I, one of the things I do love about a lot of the unity teachings is that, you know, they are open to, to different points of view and drawing from the great spiritual traditions around the world. I mean, the unity church mm -hmm. uh, locally that I've been to here in San Diego, you know, the, the minister who's really great, her name's Reverend uh, Wendy Craig Purcell. Uh, the first time I went in, they talked about, well, the Buddha said this, you know, Paul from the Corinthians right. said this, Lao Tzu said this, like they, the, the talk was, was able to draw from all these different traditions and how really we're more alike than we are different. You know, that thread that kind of ties through all of these great teachings is, mm -hmm. is so amazing. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Like I always say, you know, if you look in any religious text, I'm pretty sure there's some addition of the golden rule, you know, like be, yes. be kind, you know, True. to everyone, uh, that kind of applies across the board. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think angels yeah. can, can play into this and, you know, if people like to work with angels or they feel drawn to them and, and loved by them, then great, you know, let, let's use all of it. That, that's that's right. my rant. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, my I'm take on you. this. I'm with you. And Unity Church is just Unity Worldwide. I mean, it's just one of those. What strikes me about it is I feel like I'm home when I'm there, excuse me, because I can be who I am without saying, okay, I have to put that piece of sleep till I go back home. I can be who I am there, and it's church, and I love church. I've always dreamed about being a minister, so I'm just, I'm thankful and and grateful every minute that this is part of my life right now that is so great i love it and i love the fact that we were able to connect through the great people at unity of des moines and we're just wrapping yes. up i love that you're able to be my guest today Thank and you're amazing you. rachelcorpus.com <laughs> it's a love fest check her out <laughs> online check out her youtube channel and find her on social media and i will post my orbs video thanks for listening today Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.